0: God damn, that was close. Yeah, photo fucking finish. Ooh. I don't understand. You're celebrating? Mm. They're celebrating. I'm drinking. But she's still alive. How can the ritual be complete? The Virgin's death is optional, as long as it's last. Main thing is that she, you know, suffers.
1: That she did.
0: It's so strange. I'm actually rooting for this girl. She's got so much heart. Think of all the pain and the...
1: Tequila is my lady! My lady! Come on in, guys. Come on in, come on in. You're welcome. Tequila
0: from darkness. There is light! (laughs) You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve
1: and the ones you need right now. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome
0: to Gen Z Theater 9, Mystery Gen Z Theater 9, I, think I can't even get the name of the show right. Oof. Uh But look, four weeks in a row. Wow. That's a month.
1: We're doing it.
0: I'm so proud of us, Kayla. High five. We absolutely yeah. did this. Four separate weeks in a row. Definitely. 100%.
1: Definitely.
0: Definitely not.
1: Totally are not filming all four of these in the same day. (laughs) No,
0: because this is a podcast and we record those. We can't film them. You know
1: what I mean. Don't correct me on my show.
0: (laughs) We are talking about the 2001 2011. Oh, my oh, God.
1: Jesus Christ. Don't
0: correct me on my show. <laughs> I uh, didn't correct you. You corrected I, I, yourself. I, I know. I was talking to myself when I said that.
1: This is a mess. This is
0: the 2011 American horror comedy film, The Cabin in the Woods. I can't be to tell you how happy I am.
1: He has been trying to get me to watch this movie for like a Years.
0: month. Years. No, a month? Years.
1: You've only been persistent about it for like a month.
0: Yeah. Well, but he's
1: been trying to get me to watch this movie for a very long time. There
0: have been so many times where you're like, ah, uh, can we watch a movie? I'm like, yes, The Cabin in the Woods. And you're <laughs> can like, watch cabin no. The, woods? Um, the only way... I got her to actually watch it. Wasn't even for like this podcast, really. No, it was, was because
1: I wanted him to stay up and hang out with me, and he said that he would if we watched Captain Kevin in the, the Woods. Woods. And so,
0: finally it so worked. So I did. <laughs> uh, this is directed by Drew Goddard. This is directorial debut. It was also produced by Yas Whedon.
1: Yas Whedon.
0: Uh Yeah, Sweden. As, yeah, Sweden. Uh, it stars Kristen. Uh, oh, part. No, that is Kristen. I thought for a second it was Kirsten, but it's not. It's Kristen Connolly, Chris Hemsworth, Anna Hutchinson, uh, f- oh, this name is tough, Fran Kranz, Jesse Williams, Richard Jenkins, and Bradley Whitford. And this is, without a doubt, my favorite horror movie ever, uh, which is not saying something because I don't like most horror movies I watch. Uh, I mean, but this is a spoof. While also being a serious horror movie, no, it's a spoof of a horror movie while also being an homage. Oh, yeah, there
1: are scary things in this movie.
0: Yeah, so basically, the real story of this movie is that there are old gods, real old gods, and they're giant and they're vengeful and they will destroy the planet and everything living on it unless we appease them by sacrificing individuals to them, but under very specific criteria. Uh, the people who are sacrificed must be sacrificed in a certain order, and they must fit into specific roles. Like, like
1: archetypes. An, like an needs to be like an athletic athlete, dude,
0: and a, a smart
1: f- person. A, a d-
0: fool, a whore,
1: um,
0: a, uh, and a virgin, of course.
1: Yep, All can't of the, have a sacrifice without them.
0: No, which is funny, of course, because we learn about our main character later that she's not really... A virgin, because she's like me, a virgin, and uh, Sigourney Weaver's like, uh, we work with what we've got. Basically, it doesn't matter if they really are those things, they're kind of molded into them. And that's sort of the fun bit about The Cabin in the Woods, because it is about a group of friends who go on a a
1: fun little road trip. Yeah,
0: something you've done before, like up to a cabin with your friends.
1: But we didn't get murdered. So
0: this time,
1: this time, (laughs) never going up to my friend's uncle's house ever again. uh,
0: No, Uh, but they go up there. But what they do not know is that everything that is happening to them is being uh, monitored and controlled by an organization that basically exists to appease these gods and keep the world from falling apart Mm -hmm. and getting all apocalyptic. y. And what happens is they essentially mold them into horror movie characters by I'm
1: doing like weird interfering like with some mind control mist or whatever. Yeah, world. like
0: pheromone mist. And they put like they put things in their drinks or their drugs or whatever that like make them extra susceptible to suggestion. And yeah, or like, that, like one,
1: that. that one part where uh, they're when Chris Hemsworth's character, I don't remember what his name is. Kurt. Kurt. He says, like, we need to stick together. Like, things are getting real serious. And then he opens, like, a door. And then there's just some smoke that comes out his face. And then immediately he goes, actually, maybe we should split up. And I'm like, how do you get something that specific?
0: Well, the, the key here is that Marty, played by Fran Kranz, is... Kind of like the fool. He's like the stoner. Best character
1: in this movie, by he's the way. He's the
0: stoner, but like something in his weed is like like blocking the effects of whatever they're using. So he's the only one who's kind of really lucid through all of this.
1: Something in the weed. And he's my like favorite Nirvana song.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Uh, waiting for that cover song. Yeah. Uh, it's probably already on YouTube. Anyway, <laughs> the it's uh, but he's kind of the only one who's sort of hyper self aware. Of, he, at least he's suspicious, aware he enough to be suspicious. He
1: knows that something is weird. He knows that something is off. Yes. He doesn't know exactly what it is.
0: Now, the things that kill you in this are of your own choosing. It has to be chosen by one of them. There's basically like a cellar in this place that they're kind of exploring, and there's a whole bunch of objects and items in it. And, and which
1: thing you interact with determines which what thing, thing, will thing will come, will come
0: to after kill you. And. The things that come to kill you are not part of the... Sh- like, they weren't created. They're actual, like, real monsters. They're real. But this organization has essentially, like, a menagerie of, like, evil beings they and in creatures. They keep a little zoo. Yes, uh, essentially. And unfortunately for our intrepid group of friends, uh, I believe they pick the... The
1: diary. The
0: cannibal, like, the hillbilly cannibal. Red Red redneck zombies. zombies. Yeah, something like that. And, uh, what really happens though is, well, I mean, a horror movie kind of happens from there. People die, uh, Jump scares. two people try to have sex. They, one of them gets and murdered, they get killed. um, but eventually they start figuring out that things are not quite what it seems. And when one of the characters is supposed to have died, but didn't, which is Marty's character, uh, he instead discovers the elevator that takes them down into the facility where all of this all of is the creatures are happening. happening. And then, of course, we see all the creatures. And then naturally, because things need to go off the rails, uh, a button is pressed that is basically a let everything out of its cages button.
1: I don't know why they would have a button like that. That
0: seems like a terrible failsafe I to will, build in.
1: I will never understand it. It's like the whole thing <laughs> where, like, why does Dr. Doofenshmirtz keep building machines that have self-destruct buttons on them? <laughs> It's like that. Like, why would you put something on there that would cause such an issue for you? Uh,
0: Right. I mean, I understand in, like, a prison if there's, like, a fire that you need to, like, let everybody out. But if there's, like, a fire in the monster or evil spirits prison. In the
1: monster prison? Like, I don't know if you'd really care. Yeah.
0: Uh, We really need to let the werewolf out of its cage. Yeah. Um, He
1: needs to go outside. Like, what? (laughs)
0: Yeah, we need to let the the poltergeist out uh, to wander around. So basically, uh, madness and chaos ensues. It's everywhere.
1: Everywhere. (laughs) Um,
0: Eventually, eventually, Marty and Dana who is our virgin character because basically what it boils down to is Marty has to die because the Virgin has to be the last one left alive and she can either die or not, but she has to be the last one. And if it's not done in this order, the gods will become angry and they will destroy everything. And basically it's like you have to kill Marty, but ultimately she decides not to. And for reasons, I'm not entirely sure why, because when you weigh it, like, I mean, I wouldn't want to kill any of my friends either. Mm-hmm. But if I knew for a fact if I didn't the world would end and everyone would die I mean if anything well, would convince me
1: I think at least for me because I like my friends a whole lot yeah if I was told like if I was told that like mm-hmm. you can kill one of your friends or the world is gonna end yeah. I don't think I'd I'd do it. Because then it's like, yeah, the world doesn't end, but now I have to continue living knowing that I just killed my friend. That's true. I don't
0: know if I could live with myself. I don't but... know if
1: I could do that.
0: But also... Uh, it seems pretty selfish also to let well, the whole world die. Yeah,
1: but like, who's going to be mad at you? Everyone's going to die. Well,
0: I mean, that's one way to look at it. And, I mean, maybe, and,
1: and no one's going to know it was you.
0: That's true. Maybe that's one way to look at it because Dana doesn't kill Marty.
1: No, she doesn't. They, and, just, they just die.
0: Uh, And Sigourney Weaver tries to kill Marty, but fails uh as well the, is and sigourney
1: weaver like contractually obligated to be in every movie where there's like <laughs> weird ghost shit happening I, I, I
0: guess i just like that sigourney weaver's in this movie playing opposite somebody named dana that's, I think that's really funny i think that's pretty funny uh and maybe we definitely they definitely
1: didn't make that joke about 800 times while watching the movie
0: <laughs> no there is no dana only zool yep uh, definitely
1: didn't say that every five minutes
0: yeah uh, didn't take you to Zool school at all. Zool so, school? So anyway, the uh, that is what Dana decides to do, though. She's like, yeah, I'm not going to shoot you. She's
1: like, yeah, we'll just sit here.
0: And, a- and, and Marty's die. like, let's light up a joint. And then the world literally ends. A god hand, like, shoots out. Up
1: out of the earth. Which, great way to guarantee that you never have to make a sequel. No. Because you can literally just be like, well, the world ended. Yeah. There's no people left. Well,
0: so a few weeks ago, we talked about this is the end. Right, which is another apocalyptic movie. Yeah,
1: when well, the world ends. To be
0: fair, the end of the movie. To be fair, they talked about the possibility that they might want to do a sequel for that movie. They probably never would, but uh, Evan Goldberg said if they were ever to make a sequel to "This Is the End," the movie would be called "No, This Is the End." <laughs> So that's
1: so funny. Would it be like, <laughs> would the movie take place in heaven?
0: I guess maybe.
1: And then like heaven explodes or something.
0: I mean, like, or maybe, or maybe it would be involving a bunch of new celebrities still stuck down on earth during the events of, you know, a maybe a new
1: group. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like big brother, but worse.
0: <laughs> the worst celebrity edition ever. The
1: worst celebrity big brother. Uh, so life.
0: what did you, what did you think of this movie? I've been trying to make you watch for forever that you kept being like, I don't want to watch it. What did you think?
1: Uh, it was okay.
0: Wow. Well, just
1: okay? Well, you got to keep in mind here, listeners, dear sweet little pumpkins at home. Mm-hmm. I was, like, baited into watching this
0: movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I completely so, 100% <laughs> like... Um, I
1: This movie was not seen on my own accord.
0: No, I completely weaponized... I was, I was
1: blackmailed. Yes. <laughs> I, but that's not to say that I think my dad sucks and that that's why i don't like this movie too much
0: mm, sure cuz
1: it's not like i don't like it i do okay. it's okay. just i don't know i think part of it is that i was baited into watching it and it kind of had less of an effect cuz i was watching it for someone else and not cuz i wanted to
0: uh-huh
1: so that kind of it's like when you're in school and you're being forced to read books like you're not going to have fun <laughs> Because you're being forced to.
0: Yeah, this was me making you read Of Mice and Men. You didn't oh, choose God. to read it.
1: Don't talk about Of Mice and Men to me ever <laughs> <Okay>. again. <sighs> like, the, God, that book was so boring. But Wow. <laughs> people are going to be mad at me for that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there was a lot of this movie where it's like, I feel like the the trope of we're going to make a horror movie but it's going to be a horror movie that's making fun of other horror movies is like...
0: Yeah, it's kind of like Scary Movie which was making fun like, of uh, I've Scream. Seen,
1: like, I've seen it before. Yeah. You know, I've seen this type of movie before. Where, I thought
0: this was clever, though.
1: I mean, there are parts of it where it's like, oh, wow, like that's different.
0: And legitimately frightening. There's some frightening things Oh, in yeah, this. definitely. Yeah.
1: But, you know, I feel like the idea of It's a horror movie, but the whole point is that we're making fun of horror movies. It's like... Mm -hmm. I've seen that before. Well, also paying
0: homage to them. Like, clearly the people making this movie loved horror movies as well. Yeah. I mean,
1: props to them, though. They did add things in that were, like, not your average thing. Like, the whole... Yes, this is poking fun at horror movies, but also this is like a secret plot, and all these people are here for a reason, and everything is being controlled, and yeah, like that was interesting.
0: Yeah, like the jock is not a typical jock; he's like a science major. Yeah, and like, stuff like that, that was
1: interesting to me. Yeah, but you know, a lot of it was just like you know, I've seen horror movies before. Mm-hmm. I like horror movies. You know, horror yes. movies are fun, but when I'm watching a horror movie, I'm there to be scared. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to be comical
0: yeah i don't like being scared so this didn't work. well <laughs> like, i don't, that's don't like why.
1: being scared yeah but that's that's what those movies are for See, some me. people
0: do though some people like them some Biscard. people
1: love being scared and i don't understand those people no those but, people are
0: scary to me i mean yeah. if you
1: want to know my tolerance for stuff like this one of my favorite horror movies is it from like oh
0: i've not seen it
1: specifically the 2017 it yeah and and the sequel were both really good yeah but like that is like nothing so mm-hmm. that is like my tolerance that's, level.
0: That's lightweight, yeah.
1: And like this was, this was okay. Mm-hmm. Like I liked it, but I wouldn't say it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen, and it wasn't okay. like my favorite thing ever. So
0: geeky glasses scale. What would you give say? it like a
1: three and a half.
0: Okay, that's not horrible. We're not terribly far off. Opening okay. my letterbox from 2011, yeah. I gave the cabin in the woods. A four out of five.
1: that's not terrible.
0: So no, you didn't hate this movie. I
1: didn't hate it.
0: It was just okay. You thought it was good in areas.
1: Yeah, I thought there were parts of it that were good. Okay. Would I say that this entire movie overall was good? No.
0: Hmm. This is acceptable. Barely. (laughs) I will continue to allow you to be my daughter. Okay. And you may still come over from time to time and eat snacks.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: And uh, we will also have to watch another movie. What, the- really? Yes, that's what we do here. Wow. Uh, Crazy
1: how that works out.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, that is the podcast for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, this is a listener-supported podcast. There are a couple of ways you can help out there if you Please so choose. <laughs> don't don't beg, Kayla. Please. Uh, I told you, no begging. Uh, <laughs> we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. The merch store, geeklymerch.com. Links for both of those will be in the show notes for this episode. Of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for <gasps> Mystery Gen Z Theater 9000. Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time to hear us talk about the 2007 American coming of age teen buddy comedy film. So many words. Super bad.
1: Yeah.